This is Dump and Chase with Zack State. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Dump and Chase, the podcast. Today we have a special guest coming on and it is Logan Stankoven of the Dallas Stars, formerly of the Kamloops Blazers. Logan, how are you doing today? Good, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries at all. Um, and speaking of Kamloops, uh, we all know that you are coming from Kamloops to Dallas uh, with the Memorial Cup going on in there and everything happening. How has it felt, you know, knowing that it was your kind of your last year, it was your last run? You know, you touched on in interviews before how it was very special for you to be there and how much it's meant to you. And then obviously moving on to Dallas, could you give us like a, some thoughts how, how your time has been in Kamloops and what that's meant to you? Yeah, it's been uh, really special. I think just... Uh... You know, growing up here in, in, in my hometown and, you know, as a kid, I went to so many Blazers games. So, um, you know, once I was drafted by the Blazers, um, just a pretty cool moment and times uh, flew by, uh, you know, especially with COVID and, um, you know, a few playoffs and, and uh, you know, a season loss kind of um, with COVID. So that doesn't help the, the matter at all. But uh, for the years that I did get to play in front of the fans and, uh, you know, have a couple of long playoff runs, um, you know, something I'll never forget. And just uh, all the people that I've met throughout the organization and the fans just really supportive and definitely going to miss it, but uh, excited for uh, a new chapter. Yeah. And I mean, you know, with anybody who's, you know, been fortunate enough to grow up in a, in their hometown and play for their hometown team, it's always be something special. And uh, I can only imagine how that would feel and how that would be, especially playing there the whole time and then moving on um, must have been really tough but obviously a great great memories great time there uh but staying on Kamloops for a second you spent obviously you spent your whole career there uh you know favorite moments going on there who was your bus buddy like who was the guy that you would always travel with whether that was on the plane or was on the bus or wherever it was who was like the go-to person you see them in your seat like hey I'm sitting with him because you know for whatever reason uh who was the who was the one guy um well for most part uh us older guys had our own seats but like the one guy that I uh, always sat in front of me was uh, Caden Bank here. I've been really close with him, grew up playing, you know, minor hockey, spring hockey against him. That was the one guy we'd always have some good laughs on the bus and, and joke around. So, uh, yeah, one of my closer teammates. Uh, I was close with all of them, but uh, definitely that was that was the one guy that, uh, you know, we spent a good four years, you know, hanging out together. We know now that uh, development camp is starting up. Uh, you are you were actually just there before this interview. Um, you know, just getting getting well worked in, um, kind of getting into the routine again. I saw from Sad Yusuf on Twitter, shout out to him because I had him on the podcast before. Uh, he said that you sh- you set up in Jamie Ben's stall. Was that by an accident, or is that you know you saw the stall and you're like, okay, I'm 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 grabbing that one before someone else does? Because uh, I know sometimes the the team just does it for you, and then other times the player just does it. Uh, so was that was that you doing it or was that someone else? No, no, that was uh, that was just the staff. So obviously, yeah, it was pretty cool to be in his stall. Yeah, I don't know if I'd uh, if I was to to kind of unpack my gear. I don't know if I'd choose his stall. I think everyone would probably go to a different stall. Everyone would be you know too scared to go there. Or, you know, just just you know trying to trying to be that guy to to take his stall. But um, yeah, it was just uh, it was just the trainers and the staff that set it up. So yeah, I was pretty lucky to get his stall. Of course, of course. Just wanted to ask. Just saw that. I thought it'd be uh, something cool to uh, know pass by. Uh, but so it's 2021. You're drafted by Dallas. Uh, you know, a very special moment in any player's career, whether that's, you know, in the first round, in the last round, or even just signing a contract anyway. We all know how special that would be and how exciting that is. Uh, who was one of the first people to reach out to you? Was it like a player? Uh, we obviously know like the GMs, the coaches sometimes do that. Uh, but from the team, 
Uh, did anyone ever reach out to you? Uh, did anybody kind of like welcome me in or did everybody just kind of ghost you for it? They're just like, oh, it's just another guy coming on or anything like that. Um, no players had reached out to me. Um, but uh, obviously the first guy to phone me was Jim Nell, the GM. So that was that was a cool moment. Yeah. And then uh, Tom Gillardi, uh, he owns the Blazers and owns the Stars. So uh, kind of a coincidence there, obviously. Um, he had kind of reached out and just, uh, you know, welcomed me aboard and, and congratulated me. So that was cool. And then uh, I think the next guy was maybe Wyatt Johnston. Obviously, he was the first round pick from the day before in the draft. So that was uh, pretty cool because I've known Wyatt for a, for a long time, too. We go way back playing against each other when we're 10, 11 years old. And we played uh, actually together in a tournament out in Ontario. So um, I've known him for a while now, so it's just cool to to know a guy that uh, you're getting drafted with. Yeah, of course. And I mean, with that, with any time that you know somebody, or at least hopefully know somebody that you uh, that's even at the draft is always special. But you know, when you're on the same team, you already know them before. That's even more special because you can get to know that person at like a more deep level, I guess, playing with them, you know, connecting with them in that way. So uh, I can see how that would be a more of a fun time, but also a special moment. Uh, but that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Even though some of the players didn't reach out, that's still good that Jim now did his job and uh, yeah. gave you a call. Um, but, you know, you've played in the World Juniors, right? You've you've been able to be around a lot of special talent and players and, and connect with some of those guys. Uh, I've got it's kind of like a two part question here. So we obviously know going to World Juniors, it's for Canada, for for I guess for any nation, it's it's very special. Uh, but we obviously know Canada is all about hockey. It's it's just crazy. And playing there is just something massive and it's truly an honor. Uh, but when we talk about the people that are around you, who in the room was probably the most serious? And then who in the room was like the most just like rambunk, just out there, always getting in your face, but like just wanting you to have a good time? Was it you? Like, were you one of those guys or... Uh, was it someone else that you kind of pin those two on? Um, I'd probably say like at the most recent World Juniors in Halifax, um, I'd say like the most serious guy or, you know, most focused was definitely like our captain, Shane Wright. You know, especially after when we lost that first game, we were all just, uh, we just felt like we kind of let uh, everyone down and, you know, kind of our country, right? Because like you said, Canada's hockey hotbed and first game of the tournament, everyone's expecting, you know, a big performance against uh, or from us against the Czechs and, um, we had lost that game, so definitely a disappointing start for us. And yeah, I thought, uh, you know, maybe before they before that game, we were a little bit too loose. Maybe thought that we were just going to come in and 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 win that game. And obviously, that wasn't the case. So after the game, you know, Shane Wright kind of had a little talk with us, and you know, made sure that we were kind of dialed in for the rest of the tournament. But yeah, so for for most focused, I'd say him. But uh, a guy that liked to kind of joke around a bit or or have some fun. That's a hard one. <laughs> Probably say, um, ooh, you have to give me a minute to think. <laughs> there's there's a few guys that uh, were, were guys that like to joke around. Maybe like Brennan Othman or um, maybe like uh, Ethan Del Mastro. I don't know, a few of those guys. They're all good guys. It's hard to choose, you know, one guy. Most guys were pretty focused for, for most of the tournament, but uh, I guess away from the rank, you know, those guys like to joke around a bit. Like these thoughts? Go check out my Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or Twitter at ZS Hockey or Zach Staten. Link in the description. Yeah, of course. And, and even when you have to like think about it, you know that that's just like a good dressing room to be in because you 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 need some seriousness, but you also need some kind of guys joking around, but being serious at the same time, but just keeping it loose, right? Because you can have that, yeah. like as you mentioned, like you can have that looseness right at the start. Um, but you yeah, also you need. Yeah, the, the balance, right? So um, it's really important there. But um, kind of going towards uh, more of like your upcoming in your career, 
uh, you know, Logan, we, we all know that in the NHL, a lot of people talk about uh, being this, this massive player that, that you have to be like six, five, two ten, just an absolute truck, just to even make it. Um, and you come in, you know, you're playing really well. You get drafted second round and, and skillful. Right. But, and then people say like, well, he's only five, seven. And we look at other players and when they get drafted, they're doubted upon. And they're said that because they're small, they're not able to make it. And obviously you're one of those, you're one of those players who has shown that doesn't matter about height, doesn't matter about who you are, how you're built. If you can persevere, if you can play your game and do your stuff, then it just kind of rolls along. So speaking about that and how that kind of goes along, the resiliency that goes along with it, um, was there ever a time that people told you if you just heard it or something like that that players can't go anywhere with their height just because of that uh, have you ever experienced that before or, like know anything about that I don't think like anyone said it to me personally I'm sure people have said it you know behind my back or um, definitely lots throughout the media of course you know being a smaller guy yeah you know he's gonna get thrown around or you know he's too small not not fast enough all those types of things but I think uh I think at the end of the day that's something like I can't control right so I think I just try and make up for it with you know my my passion and my love for the game um you know how competitive I am and just uh I guess my work ethic you know just trying to find uh, uh ways each day to to better my game we'll get right back to the podcast but first these messages most people say hockey is 90% mental, but rarely do hockey players work on their mindset and mental skills. If you want to start playing with more confidence and consistency, then be sure to check out Upper Mentality for all your mental toughness needs. They are proud to train the minds of elite athletes and teams across the AHL, OHL, NCAA, and more. Check them out at uppermentality.ca to book in a no-obligation call. You can also find this in the description of the podcast. Now let's get back to the program. And, and that's that's really what it's all about. And uh, I, I I wanted to touch on that because I thought it was really important because uh, I know there are some there are some people that I know who are younger and they still have time to grow, but they 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 say because I'm small, I'm not able to, you know, get do this, do that. And I tell them, I say, it's not really all, it's not about size and height all the time right it's 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 just about your want right like your push sorry were you about yeah. To say something? yeah i think just you know for for the younger players that uh yeah i think that uh you know size is uh a big deal it's not i think uh you know so many uh so many smaller players and bigger players get drafted and it's it's hard to say but you know not every guy or not every player is going to make the nhl um so it's it comes down to yeah the guys who want it more and and who are willing to put in the extra work. So if you're willing to put in the extra work, good things are going to come and you'll see, you know, progress slowly, uh, you know, make up for, for the good things that you're doing each day. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's really just, you know, having, having fun with doing it and also just kind of wanting it, just having that love for the game and, and getting into it. Um, and just, exactly. you know, a couple of final questions here with it. Uh, so as I mentioned before, you are at development camp, uh, you know, with the Dallas Stars. So how has that experience been for you so far? Because yeah, I know a lot of fans are probably thinking, you know, Logan Stankoven, whether he's going to be in Dallas or he's going to be, you know, here, there, wherever. Um, what could they expect from you uh, that they already don't know? Like, what is something that you could tell them that you might want them to know? Or uh, whether it's, whether it's you know, serious, silly, or anything in between, um, what would you like them to know about you? I honestly think, yeah, like the, the fans of, of of Dallas have been really supportive and, um yeah, I've not, I've heard nothing but good things, and and people have been uh, really nice to me so far. But I think uh, I don't think there's like tons to know about me. Um, I guess it's the type of player I am. But I think 
I think a lot of people, you know, expect big things out of me and, you know, have really, really, really high expectations. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you know, maybe, uh, maybe just, you know, maybe, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. I think that uh, it's almost an anomaly for a player to come right out of junior and, and make Dallas. Um, not saying I, I don't have a chance to do that, but I think that, uh, you know, with the team that Dallas has right now and, um, you know, how, how hard it is to make that jump. Um, you know, so many players uh, go through, you know, the minor leagues or, or playing Texas with the with the farm team first before, you know, making that jump to Dallas. So I think, you know, a lot of fans, you know, may, might expect to make the team. But I think at the end of the day, it's just about, uh, you know, me playing, uh, playing my game and, and doing everything I can so that the, that the coaches have a tough time sending me home. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of players or a lot of fans just expect me to make that jump. But uh, it's going to be tough to do that. Very modest, very modest, of course. And uh, just the last question here. So again, touching on a development camp, uh, you know, these last uh, last days, you know, I'm sure have been important. So for, you know, just getting your legs under behind you again, uh, getting skating, getting around all the people that are also there. Um, is there anybody at the camp that you've kind of like connected with in a way, or you, you just talk to more than you, you felt you would have just kind of like, whether that's because you're sitting beside them in the locker room or you're doing them, you're with them in a drill. Like what, what has that been like? Like who's been somebody that you've kind of just randomly connected with? You've already had it before. I think, you know, guys from the past camps, like my, my first camp um, guys that were drafted maybe the year before or like the year after, those are probably the main guys that you connect with because you went through a couple of camps. So I'd say like guys like Maverick Bork or Antonio Stranges, um, Obviously, my teammate Matthew Seminoff, who was drafted, uh, uh, I guess last year, um, probably say those are like the main guys that you kind of talk to and hang around and have that special bond with, because you know you're all trying to work towards the same goal of of making that jump to the NHL. But you know, overall, all those guys that I met at camp each year, just great guys, and um, definitely looking forward to hopefully playing with them in the future. Lots. And that's and that's that's really special to hear. And it's great to hear because you know you want you want those people around you, right? You want you want those guys to talk to. You want uh, people to blow off steam with whether that's you know you just messed up a drill, or you're just like hey, just talk to them about it. It's like I could have done that better. Uh, that's great to hear. But um, hey, Logan, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you giving your time because like in a world like this with hockey and how busy it is, it's not easy to give time. And uh, with anybody who does give me their time, I always appreciate it because I want to do it in the future once I get big enough for whatever I do. So I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you for coming on. And of course, good luck with the uh, development camp with Dallas and uh, your future head in hockey. Yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, all the best with the, the podcast and um, yeah, I appreciate you having me on again. And that was Logan Stankoven of the Dallas Stars. What a well-spoken individual. What a really nice guy, I should say, as well. But that does it for this episode of Dumb Chase the Podcast. We will be back soon with some more episodes, some more individuals on here talking and really just going on about hockey. But uh, I appreciate you listening to this episode going all the way through. If you haven't checked out my socials, those are all in the description below in my link tree. But until then, my name is Zach Staten. We'll talk soon.